This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being. Being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. Women come for their boudoir sessions for a variety of reasons. Sometimes it's a gift for someone special. Most of the time, it's for a boost of self-confidence. It's an opportunity to see yourself and your body from a different perspective. As women, our bodies go through so many changes, especially when we enter motherhood. It's hard to look in the mirror and not know what's looking back at you. We are our own worst critics. Quinn's goal is to help women change the negative narrative they tell themselves. She wishes to give them incredible photos of themselves to look at and be proud of. Women are so busy comparing themselves to models in magazines who have teams of people behind them to create those perfect images. It's an unfair comparison. The average person doesn't have access to a team like that. Experiencing the industry from so many sides has given her a unique perspective and incredible experience. She's worked hard to build her all-female team of professionals, ready to give any woman an ultimate queen experience. Valeria Tellez interviews Quinn Tichma. She is the founder of Queen Studios, Miss International Tourism Canada 2020, pageant queen, entertainer, and speaker. Those who know her best would describe Quinn as being confident, persistent, charismatic, and graceful. Her warm glow lights up any room, and she is always genuinely seeking to help others and to correct the broken systems of the world. Quinn has dedicated her life to empowering and uplifting other women and has quickly evolved into an educator to teach others how to do the same thing. Quinn was crowned as Miss Canada International Tourism in 2020, and using her many platforms, TikTok having over 400,000 followers and to 4.5 million likes, she is inspiring all people globally to create positive change in their own lives, as well as in the lives of others. Quinn was born and raised on Lasquette Island on the west coast of Canada and is currently living in beautiful Calgary. Quinn has always felt a burning desire to help others and empower women. Empowering women is her life and the heart of her business. After working thousands of countless independent hours, exponentially expanding her six-figure luxury boudoir photography company, she is proud to share her accomplishments. Quinn intends to launch multiple training courses to teach others to make six figures in six months and to grow and sustain their successful businesses. Quinn has also recently started a new television show focused on empowering women through boudoir photography called Let's Talk Queen to Queen. This is set to be released at the beginning of 2022. Quinn is an official finalist for the Miss Universe Canada competition. She is excited and proud to bring her confidence to the stage in May 2022. As part of her commitment to the Miss Universe Canada causes, Feed It Forward, Operation Smile, and SOS Children Villages, she has set a goal to raise an outstanding $30,000. This will be a new and commanding record for the competition, and when she succeeds, it will set herself apart from all the other competitors. 
She plans on accomplishing this a couple of different ways. One is by utilizing her photography business. Quinn is going to offer family Christmas photography sessions. These sessions will include a family photo shoot as well as a behind the scenes video, including a family interview on why family is important to them. All proceeds will be donated to the three charities listed above. Quinn is organizing a massive fashion show at Craft Beer Market located in downtown Calgary. This extravagant fundraising event will be scheduled for the third weekend in February. In addition to the fashion show, there will be a professional photo booth as well as an exciting silent auction. Meet Quinn at QueenStudiosYYC.com. Here's the interview with Quinn Tichma. In your own words, who is Quinn Teachman? Hi, Valerie. Thank you so much for having me today. Well, I am Quinn Teachman, and I am competing for Miss Universe Canada this year, and I'm very excited to have everyone follow my journey. What inspired you to become a beauty pageant, Quinn? You know, I kind of fell into it. I was interestingly enough originally scouted for Miss Universe Canada when I was only 17 and you do have to be 18. I found out my birthday was the day before the pageant started and I would have been their youngest contestant to ever compete. I did start the training process and I through the process I kind of realized like I wasn't ready and it wasn't where I was at in my life. I mean, I'm just graduating high school. I was still trying to learn who I was and what I wanted out of life. So I did withdraw my um, competition application and I have gone through many other journeys since then. And I ended up about uh, maybe about a year and a half ago just thinking to myself, wow, I really want to expand my reach, I guess, with the women of the world. And I think there's a lot of misunderstandings about what pageants are. So I thought, well, what a great opportunity to come full circle right back to my journey when I was 17 years old. And let's try this again. And Mm -hmm. let's rock it. Yeah. And with that in mind, what are some of the misconceptions about beauty pageants? Well, the the word beauty right there is one of them, you know, and I think that pageants have changed a lot over the over the years. You know, a long time ago, they used to be um, very, very confidence based. And then you look forward into maybe the 70s and uh, during the 70s, pageantry was all about looks. It was all about what are your measurements? How much do you weigh? How tall are you? How much how what are your thighs measure? You know, and they would actually announce your measurements right on stage when you walk to the front of the stage for the entire audience. And I believe that that's where a lot of the misconceptions started um, was because of the highlight and the focus on beauty in the 70s. And now looking forward, it's much more about who are you? What is your platform? And what do you stand for? Who are you becoming in this world? And who are you helping? So it's very intentional. Very. Yeah, I love that. Is that how you define beauty these days? For me, I, you know, I work very hard with so many women to 
redefine beauty. And that's what I do for a living. I'm a boudoir photographer and I help everyday women embrace their feminine side and release their queen, their inner queen. You know, I, I do focus on helping them have a makeover. And I do believe that focusing on your physical features can help your mental opinion of yourself. You know, it, it goes hand in hand. And I don't think that it should be solely focused on what you physically look like. But in some sense, it is look good, feel good, you know, and it's, it's not necessarily about, oh, how skinny am I? But you know, it's taking yourself out and getting that nice new jacket that makes you feel like a queen. It's, you know, getting your hair done and, and taking care of yourself physically in a way that is going to inspire you to fall back in love with your body. So another question, open question that I have for you is about success. What is to be successful to you? To me, I believe success comes in many forms. I think that a huge amount of it is inspiring others. It's, you know, it's paving that pathway because when I see a strong woman, say, standing on stage, accepting that crown for Miss Universe Canada, that to me says, wow, well, if she can do it, I can do it. And the more of us women who stand proud and fight for those spots and fight for those pathways to be created, that is what is going to create the success for not only ourselves, but the other people watching, because it's going to inspire them and it's going to tell them, you know what, I can do that too. And I need to believe in myself and I need to know that I can follow any pathway I want just because I see other women doing it. So that's the success that I'm trying to create for myself is pathways and proving to women that they can do anything they want. You have inspired me, that's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> What makes you happy? You know, I was actually, I had a great client um, two days ago and I, I almost cried during my session with my client because we, we sat down and During the process of a boudoir session with me, I see incredible, incredible transformations. You know, it, it, sure, it starts with the hair and makeup. You know, they sit in the hair and makeup chair and they get this beautiful makeover. And many of the women I work with have never had a makeover. They've never even had their hair curled professionally, their makeup done. And I get to see that process and that transformation. And then even further throughout the session itself, I really see them embracing themselves. And, you know, they look at those photos and, and that's the moment. It's that moment when they look at the camera and just on the back of the camera, an un unedited photo, mm -hmm. they look at that and they go, Oh my God, is that me? <laughs> yes, and, I can imagine. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so to me, that is, most recently how I've been finding my, my own inspiration and my own happiness is through the happiness of my clients and understanding those transformative processes that they're going through and how they're really embracing themselves for the first time for some of them in their entire lives. Going back to a topic that seems to be serious, but we can bring some light and playfulness to it, is a question about self-image and self-esteem. Why do you think women struggle so much with that. Would you say men is the same thing or happens more with women? 
I believe that it's actually both um, very equally. And I think that women are more open about it. I think that men are taught to hide their emotions. And, you know, we're men, we need to take care of the women and we need to buck up and get back to work. And we, we don't have emotions, we don't have feelings. So I believe that men are struggling a lot more than we realize with their self image. And, you know, there, there needs to be more promotion of that and help with men's mental health. Uh, I recently actually completed a feature film, February's Dog, and it was all centralized around exactly that, is uh, helping men embrace that emotional side of themselves and understand that when they're struggling emotionally, that they need to be more open about that. And um, on the woman side of things, I mean, I think it's based on the comparison. It's that undying need to be perfect and to become what they see on social media and become what they see in people's highlight reels. That is so true. And I wonder what is the balance between admiring, becoming inspired by women like yourself and so many others, and comparing ourselves and trying to be like them. Do you see or have found that balance? Yeah, I think balance in every aspect of life can be very difficult to achieve. You know, I think that in a sense, we're all searching for that balance. And that's something that I believe everyone struggles with. And for me, I think it's training yourself. It is absolutely mindset training and telling yourself, like, when you look in the mirror, walk up to the mirror and appreciate your body and thank it for everything that it does for you. And, you know, continuously tell yourself how beautiful you are and how powerful you are and embrace that um, queen energy, as I like to say. And, and I do believe that that mindset training is just something that really takes time. And uh, over time is when you're going to find those balancing acts and kind of, you know, figure it out for yourself. And that's just not something that happens overnight. That is so true. Yeah. It's almost in a way this dynamic balance is almost like a dance <laughs> that we all trying to get to balance as a destination. But in truth, it's just a movement, a constant movement. Absolutely. And, you know, actually through pageantry, I have found a lot of inspiration and help balancing my life because that that's one thing that people I think don't know about pageantry is that you spend a lot of the time refocusing your attention inward and learning everything about yourself. Pageantry is a journey of self-discovery and a journey of discovering who you are, what you like, and what do you stand for? What is your platform? And what important messages do you want to put out to the world? Mm -hmm. And through that self-discovery is how you're going to find balance. I guess the question that comes to mind is, what does it look like, the process, Quinn? How would you describe going through that movement of self-discovery and, and change? What are the challenges and what gifts have you found or what surprises have you found along the way? Well, I believe that it starts with 
kind of structuring out what your goals are. And, you know, I think that a lot of people fail to do that in just their day-to-day life. And a lot of people struggle to find their why and find the things that drive them. And they struggle to even know. I, I find that the average person, if I walked up to the average person and said, what do you want out of your life? What are your goals? they wouldn't have an answer mm. or they'd, they'd yeah. stumble and say, oh, well, I, I want to get a promotion this year or yeah. oh, one day I might want to open a company. And through this process, you know, I have to be highly aware of how I feel about almost any topic. And I have to be incredibly focused on what my goals are. And I find that extremely motivating because the more time that I spend studying myself and understanding the things that do make me happy and understanding what pathways are in front of me, those are the things that have enlightened me and inspired me to go after those things and go after those dreams and go after that crown, you know, and I think that that's been the best part of this process. Um, I would say that some of the struggles, I mean, (laughs) it's juggling everything. I run a six-figure photography studio. I've got a team, but I still have to manage my team. And, And on top of that, I think that taking on a Miss Universe is it's a big goal and it it's definitely something that takes a lot of time and dedication and focus you know it's physical it's exercising it's taking care of myself mentally as well as um in the gym and working out and you know for me it's not necessarily about being as skinny as i can be it's about treating my body with kindness and being mindful of what my body needs and how I can achieve my goals in a healthy way. When you speak of goals, that's so true when we ask ourselves and other people about what are their goals and then most of us don't know what Mm -hmm. they are. Do you connect that idea to having a purpose in life or it's a different topic? Well, I mean, I I believe that they're intertwined. And I also believe that you can look at them separately. You know, I think that your goals should align with your purpose. And and your purpose is something that I, I believe that most people spend their entire life trying to find. And it's almost like sometimes people focus too hard on the purpose um, and just trying to figure out what it is. And they end up spending so much time just trying to figure it out that they forget about their goals along the way. And so my advice to people would be to start setting those goals in increments and, you know, start small. There's um, a lot of different things that you can do just in your day to day that are going to help you build the foundation for your future goals. And, you know, it's setting those daily goals, those weekly goals, that those monthly goals, and then the yearly goals and, and being kind to yourself when maybe you don't achieve every single one. But celebrate those small wins. And the more that you celebrate the small goals, the more it's going to inspire you to really follow the bigger picture. Do you have any spiritual practices or belief systems? 
I would call myself spiritual, definitely. I am a very mindful person. I do love to practice mindfulness, and it is so important. Again, that comes back to the self-love and appreciation of your physical form. It's the self-love and mindfulness appreciating, you know, even where your food comes from. It's, It's thinking about the the people helping provide that food for the world and the farmers that work so hard and dedicated to providing for us. And that mindfulness I find flows through every ounce of what everything in our universe is. And, you know, I like to focus my attention mostly on mindfulness and um, really just the self-acceptance. And, you know, again, back to that training your mindset and training yourself to be kind to yourself. And to me, those are the most powerful ways to embrace spirituality. Yes, a billion times (laughs) to that. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I call it unconditional love, but it's the same thing. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's that self-talk. It's that positive talk to yourself. It's when you walk in front of the mirror, rather than pointing out your flaws, which is what our default is, is it's pointing out something you love. You know, maybe you do walk into the mirror and you think, oh, I could be skinnier. But right away in that moment, you need to look at yourself and go, oh, wow, but look how beautiful my hair looks today. Oh my gosh, it's so shiny. Wow, look at this shirt looks great on me at any weight. You know, and it's it's that constant, constant like following positivity and retraining your mind so that your reactions are always um, self-motivating and positive. And and that's going to help you mentally, which will um, help you spiritually as well. It seems to me that this kind of practices, those practices, they bring the sense of harmony, of balance. Mm. That's what it comes to me as a vision every time. I mean, not just as a vision now, but as a practice in my own life. So I want to ask you a few more questions about the um, Queen Studios, YYC. You're the founder of the studio, which is a boudoir photo shoot sessions. Talk to me for a moment about some of the misconceptions about boudoir photography. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when most people say boudoir or you say boudoir to them, mm-hmm. uh, the first thing that pops into their head is like the 80s glamour shots. Yeah, I think that that's uh, what most people assume it is. And uh, other people I find just don't know. They have generally have a lot of questions and they're kind of like, well, what is it? And and some people think it's a little too spicy. Yeah. Um, I'm really <laughs> a glamour photographer. And, and you know, there are incredible photographers out there that do uh, more artistic nudes and more erotica work. And I and those those styles of photography are fantastic, but it's definitely extremely different from boudoir. And I think that something sometimes people as well look at when they when they look at boudoir they think well it's just about the body and it it's truly not it is a mental and physical coexistence it it 
taking your mental mindset and it's flipping it. It's seeing your own body physically in a way that you've never seen it. And it's, it's about really seeing yourself from someone else's perspective. It's you walk into my studio and let me show you what I see in you. It's let me show you the queen version of yourself that you've never seen and never thought was possible. And, you know, I think that another thing is people don't understand how damaging boudoir can be if it's not done by a professional. And it can be extremely harmful to someone's mindset if it's done improperly. And I, I believe it's really important to find a boudoir photographer who not only specializes, especially with it trending in the last year or two, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of photographers out there jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> photographer just like, yeah. well no you're not you you have spent five minutes trying to become boudoir and um, jump on a trend and to me boudoir is about so much more than that it's about helping my clients really embrace themselves and really really transform you know I see my clients starting businesses after their sessions I see them exploring new opportunities and new pathways in front of them that they never thought that they would do in a million years so I've been really really fortunate to watch those transformations and get that opportunity to see those women grow in so many ways past their shoots and it's it's really inspiring it's almost like you're doing healing work through the lens, through photography. That's what comes I, to me. I would definitely agree with you. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the women that I work with actually do, um, you know, they, they cry when they see their photos. They just start crying because they're so moved and so blown away that they could ever look like a queen. There's a project that you're working on. We might be already out there, actually. A new television show called Let's Talk Queen to Queen. So is that something that's already being broadcasted or it's a, a new project? It's pretty new. We're in post, so we are editing multiple episodes. Um, this past year, we focused in on the series The Body Love Project 2021. So we actually interviewed many of my clients and helped them tell their stories. You know, it's important to me through this uh, incredible experience and process that my clients are able to tell their stories and inspire others because there is so much power in storytelling. And the more that we tell our stories, and this kind of loops right back to what we chatted about in the very beginning here, the more we tell those stories, the more that's going to inspire other women to understand that they can do the same thing. If you can do it, I can do it. And that's what the Body Love Project is all about. It's about my clients' journeys and what they're up to in their lives and why they did their boudoir session and why it was so transformative for them. You know, I had one client recently, she's 55 years old, and she said boudoir saved her life. And that's the type of story that I want to tell. And that's the type of pathway that I want to clear and showcase for women. That's interesting how a lot of women are finding their inner power in adulthood after their Mm -hmm. 40s and 30s and 50s and 80s even. 
Absolutely. You know, boudoir is for every age. It is, right? A friend (laughs) boudoir photographer, she just shot a wonderful woman, 83 years old. And oh oh my goodness, those were just so beautiful. And there's a magazine too that I have seen on your website, the Kiel Magazine. Q Magazine. That was our first launch. Yeah. We just launched that and it's very exciting. It's again, it's a, it's a tool for my clients to be able to tell their stories and be showcased. Oh, this is the first one. How often do you plan to publish them, Quinn? We haven't really decided yet, but I shoot around 150 women a year. So hopefully I can be doing them quite often and showcasing all of the beautiful women that come through my studio. We talked off record briefly about the causes they support, the Mm -hmm. Feed It Forward, Operation Smile, and the SOS Children Villages. Talk to me about the fundraising that is uh, taking place this month of February. Yeah, absolutely. So Miss Universe Canada um, chooses three charities every year and they actually did do a swap out. So um, they did just replace Feed It Forward with Habitat for Humanity. Um, And then Operation Smile is also Cleft Palettes, such a beautiful, beautiful thing to be helping children of the world with. Um, And I am very blessed to have um, SOS Children's Villages as my assigned charity. Um, During the Miss Universe, competition, every contestant is assigned a charity. And essentially, it is our goal to raise as much awareness. Um, Funds are important as well, of course. You know, money gets things done and money helps. Um, But our goal is mainly to be raising awareness for the charity that we have been assigned. And what my goal is, well, I kind of decided that I'm going to go a little over the top. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm going to be having a Uh uh, fashion show and charity fundraising event. And hopefully I can reach my lofty goal of raising $10,000 for each of the three charities Mm. because I did not think that it was um, fair for me to only work on one charity. (laughs) So that's my goal is to raise $30,000 for all three charities, uh, the fundraising event. Hopefully we will be able to um, do that prior to the event in May. So May 7th to 9th uh, is the arrival dates for Miss Universe Canada, tentatively (laughs) pre-COVID, of course. And then my charity event was originally scheduled for February. And uh, we are trying to confirm that, but hopefully we can go ahead as scheduled um, in about a month. And if not, we are going to push maybe into March. Um, We're just going to have to kind of figure that out. You know, we live in a world now and we just can't control things like we used to be able to. And on top of that charity event, the other way I'm going to be raising funds is actually kind of fun. It goes very hand in hand in what I do. Um, And I'm going to be actually doing little princess and prince sessions. Mm, So I'm going to be dressing up all of the adorable (laughs) little girls in beautiful little dresses. And we're going to be putting on them and doing portraits for them. And it's all going to be by donation. So we are almost at the end, Quinn. I want to thank you again for your beautiful and graceful presence um, in this reality. The beautiful way you represent women, the confidence that comes from the mind, body and spirit. It's really mm-hmm. beautiful to see the harmony. So thank you for being you and being open to life. 
Thank you so much for having me today. It was a wonderful discussion and you asked some really incredible topics and questions that I think more people should be focusing on. So thank you for having me. Oh, I love this. <laughs> it's my sacred space. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have the ending questions, but before that, would you like to add anything else that we didn't cover or forgot to mention? I think that we went over a lot of incredible topics and I'm really happy that we can inspire women like this and hopefully um, men as well. You know, it's it's powerful and having these stories told is so important. Yes, I agree. What do you love most about being in a human body as of today? For me, I believe it's having the power to embrace your physical form in the sense of loving your flexibility, loving your um, every little detail. You know, it's it's the freckles on your face. It's the color of your hair. It's, it's looking in the mirror and looking close at the speckles in your eyes. You know, it's to me, it's the details. It's the little, little details that is very powerful to embrace. And I think that most people miss those details. Yeah, perhaps we live so much in the minds, right? Mm-hmm. All we see is the size in front of us or yes. the size of our pants. And, you know, that's that's not what it's about. It's, it's about embracing every tiny little thing and every freckle. Let me ask you this one. What is your understanding and idea of what love is? What is love to you, Gwen? Mm, that is such an incredible question. Wow, they're getting better and better. Valeria, <laughs> oh my gosh. We need to talk all the time. <laughs> I agree. Uh, that would be fun. <laughs> uh, to me, love is being mindful and being kind to yourself. And, you know, love is everything that we've spoken about today. It's that embracing yourself and it it is those details and it is recognizing your own power and falling in love with yourself because when you do recognize and when you do fall in love with yourself, that's when you are going to inspire others to fall in love with themselves as well. Being the message, right? Not just delivering mm-hmm. the message, but becoming the exactly. message. I agree. Yeah, it's embodying yourself and embodying your queen energy. Mm, Yes, to that as well. And my last question is, what are three things you wish everyone to experience before they lose the body, before they die? Definitely a boudoir session. <laughs> yes, it made me yeah, think about I, it. I believe every every woman and you know some men out there as well. Oh, yeah. I believe we all deserve to have a day of pampering and a day of stepping stepping out of that mundane task. And you know, I think so many women go through so many physical changes and mental changes. You know, we give birth to beautiful children and. You know, I think it's really hard for women to embrace themselves post um, children. And and I think that every woman deserves that. So definitely booking a boudoir session, falling back in love with yourself. And, you know, I think that everyone deserves to find themselves in a happy place with their physical form. 
But I also believe that that is more of more of a mental thing. You know, it's it's falling in love with your physical form, uh, but that comes from embracing yourself mentally and showing yourself that kindness. And another thing that I believe everyone should um, be able to discover is feeling healthy and um, energetic, you know, and it's it's doing those stretches in the morning just to get your your blood flow moving. And and it's really embracing your physical form along every stage of life, not just today, but through bearing children, through um, growing older, and that's that's the goal. It's embracing yourself no matter what stage you're in. Your studio is in Canada. Do you have, are you planning to open one in the United States here? Well, United <laughs> States, they don't love us Canadians coming in and trying to make money there. Oh, <laughs> I hope not. Uh, however, <laughs> I am on a journey to be Miss Universe. So this May, I'll be competing for Miss Universe Canada. And then next December, I will be representing Canada at the Miss Universe pageant and Once I win Miss Universe, I will be living in New York for a year in the Miss Universe apartment. And I think that would be such a wonderful opportunity to open an international location. And as well, I'm looking into opening uh, multiple locations in Canada. So it's all very exciting. And hopefully through that opportunity and through traveling, I can change thousands of lives across the globe with multiple, multiple locations. Mm, wonderful to know. And now we'll have, of course, your website on the podcast profile. But before we say goodbye, please tell me what's the website, Quinn? How do we find you all these new information? Only the website or do you have other social platforms that the listeners can find you? At. Absolutely. So all of my social platforms are the same. So all of my personal ones are at Quintichma, Q-U-I-N-N-T-E-E-C-H-M-A. And all of my business platforms are at Queen Studios YYC. And of course, the website is www.queenstudiosyyc.com as well. Uh, most people find me on my TikTok. I'm... Uh, skyrocketed to almost 600,000 followers this past year. And um, I've got my link tree on there. So if anyone's looking for my VIP women's empowerment group on Facebook, it's um, VIP lounge Quinn's Queens. And that link is on my link tree as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much again. And we'll talk soon. Bye for now, Quinn. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Quinn Tichma and her work, please visit queenstudiosyyc.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.